Blog Talk Radio.
All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. This is Chris Herzog. Just taking some time to worship the Lord this evening. And we're broadcasting live at a rally at Texas, heading towards Garland. And just want to open up the, tonight in prayer. Uh, hopefully the chat room's open. If not, give it a little bit of time, and it should be open uh, probably by about 10.30 or so. Um, praise the Lord. All right. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just ask, Father, your blessings tonight. Lord, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, for all your glory, all your power, all your might. Father, we thank you for everything that you're doing tonight. Father, we thank you for everything that you are, everything that you're doing in our lives. Father, we give you the praise. Father, we give you the glory. Lord, we give you the honor because you are the only one that is worthy, Lord Jesus. And Father, tonight we say, come, kingdom of God. Come in our midst and be done, will of God. Just as it is in heaven, let it be here in the earth. Father, we pray, Lord God, that your anointing would break every yoke of bondage tonight. Father, your anointing would destroy every sickness. Father, that you would break the back of lack and poverty in the lives of your children. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are a God of abundance. You're a God of goodness. And, Father, truly we can see and taste that you are good, Lord. Father, we just ask your blessings tonight. Father, we ask you to have your way tonight. That, Lord, you would speak. Open up our ears, Lord, that we would hear your voice. Open up our hearts, Father, that we would learn to obey you swiftly in everything that you ask and everything that you require of us. Lord, we just say touch every man, every woman tonight, every child that's listening. Father, that you would touch those, Lord, not only here in America, Father, but those around the globe, those around the four corners of the earth, Father. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, well, if you need to call in, call in number 619-638-8458. I will be making some live calls uh, here shortly. If you need to go to the website, our website is www.prayerinternational.org. Also, if you want to email us, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And just so you know, we are uh, changing up the format of some of the broadcasts and, and different things that we're doing. Uh, we've redone the webpage some. Also, on Sunday mornings, we're going to be doing a video broadcast. I believe Sean Holmberg is going to uh, do video broadcasting Sunday mornings from about 10 to 11 o'clock, I believe, unless we change the times on that, but you can check the website out. And we will have some things uploaded on YouTube and Ustream uh, by way of video, and that way you can uh, check us out that way, as well as the Blog Talk Radio archives. Uh, you can get into those any time of the day uh, via website at Prayer International, or just go to blogtalkradio.com slash prayer international, and 
and there'll be a place for archives where you can check out some of the previously recorded shows. And again, we want to thank our listening family, those of you that are praying for us, supporting us, and getting in the chat room, just being a help in prayer and just support. We we thank you uh, for all your participation in that. Just want to let you know that our prayers are with you. You know, throughout the day, we gather different names from our emails and just uh, our database. Those of you that are in the chat room regularly, we're praying for you and your ministries, your families, and just want to see God's will done in your life. You know, the Bible says that know those that labor among you. Know those that labor among you. And, you know, that's what we aim to do, is just know who's with us. And so if you want to, you know, just become acquainted with us, you know, get into the chat room. Call in uh, by phone. You know, let us know through email, uh, you know, your data, your information, ways we can contact you. And we will do our best to communicate and contact you, um, not only during the show, but throughout the day, throughout the week as the Lord leads us. Uh, We want to try to, you know, just become more acquainted with those of you that are uh, spending your time with us in prayer. Also, if you've got major needs, you know, we believe that God is a healer. His word says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he is a God that changes not. And, you know, he has been healing broken and sick bodies all the way back from Genesis to Revelation, from, from the past to the present. And, you know, he is at work by the power of his Holy Spirit to restore and mend lives. So whether you're tormented in your mind or in your body or just vexed in your spirit, you're, you're carrying some weight or some heaviness, we want to declare to you that the word of the Lord is peace. The word of God is healing to your bones and health to you. And if you'll begin to meditate day and night on his word, if you'll begin to mull his word over in your mind, and you'll allow that word to renew your mind and transform your mind, listen, the Bible says that God wishes above all that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. And that means as your soul, as your mind, your will, and your emotions begin to come in line with the Word of God and begin to have that transformation and that change as God breathes His breath, His Holy Spirit upon you, and as God begins to recreate your thought process and your way of thinking and conforms it into His will, it will open up a door for healing to come into your life. You know, many people wonder why some get healed and some don't. Many people wonder why some prayers get answered and some don't. And I believe the key to that is conforming your will to the will of God and allowing him to transform you, allowing him to transform you, to change you, to to create a metamorphosis, if you will, in your life that brings the good news, that brings the gospel, that brings an entrance or an open door for his spirit to come in. You know, God said this. He said, He said, meditate day and night. Meditate day and night on his word. Sit, set his word before your eyes. Hide his word in your heart. 
why? See what you what you think what you think about all day long, what you meditate, what you set your mind on, what you set your heart on will eventually come out of your mouth and what comes out of your mouth will come into your life. So what comes out of your heart comes out of your mouth. What comes out of your mouth comes into your life. And it's a progression. It's a kingdom progression. This is the way things operate in the kingdom. Now, some of you have been familiar with a name it, claim it Christianity. And I believe that's an abuse of a spiritual truth that not only did the Father teach in, in the Old Testament, but Christ taught it in the Gospel. And the New Testament writers, whether it was Paul or James or John, they began to expound on these same truths. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if you confess in your mouth and believe in your heart, then you shall receive. Jesus says, whatsoever things you say, if you believe them, you will receive them. Now, it isn't just say whatever spiritual things you say. We speak blessings. He didn't say whatever spiritual things you say. He said whatsoever things you say. He said, speak to this mountain, and it will be cast off in the sea. For whatever you believe in your heart, whatever things you believe in your heart, whatever things you are speaking out of your mouth. So the question is, what are you allowing to come into your life via your eye gate? Through, through your visual sight, via your ear gate or your auditory perceptions, what you hear, what you see, what you experience. Because see, what comes in through the eyes and in through the ears enters the heart. Whatever you're meditating on, whatever you've got yourself fixed on, whatever you decide is a priority in your life, that's what's going to grow in your heart. That's what's going to grow in your spirit, in your mind. And ultimately, just like I mentioned a minute ago, whatsoever a man thinketh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. You know, we used to have this saying back in the day, you are what you eat. You are what you eat. Now, we can take that from a physical sense and, and it's kind of, you know, uh, not literally, you know, whatever you eat, you become. But, but if we look at it from a spiritual, metaphorical point of view, whatever consumes you and whatever you consume, whatever you digest, whatever you allow on the inside of you is what you're going to become, who you're going to be, who you are. Very important. We understand the law of meditation. See, there's a law of meditation. God says meditate day and night. Mull it over in your mind. Chew on it. You know, the word meditate comes from a word called ruminate. And that word ruminate, when you break it down, the word rumen is the word they use for a cow's stomach. 
and I won't get into all the details there. But it's a process. It's one thing to eat. It's another thing to digest what you eat. It's another thing to get the nutrition and the value and the and the the vitamins and the nutrients out of your food so it benefits your body. And if you're not eating anything with nutrition, if you're not eating anything with vitamins and nutrients in it, that's not doing your body any good. Well, if you're putting things in your spirit and you're putting things in your mind that have no spiritual nutrition, that have no spiritual application, that have nothing good spiritually for you, then you're not going to get any benefit out of it. So it's very important that we meditate on this word day and night. And you know, some of us have heard this so long, so many times, that we think of it as elementary teaching, elementary principles. Uh, We might call it milk rather than meat. But the truth of the matter is this. Unless you have a foundation in your life, unless you're founded in the word of God, the Bible says, If there is no foundation, okay, the, the the righteous have to have a foundation. The righteous have to have a foundation. And you've got to have a foundation in your life. You've got to have roots. You've got to have some kind of a structure. And without that, you know, just like if you plant a tree or a shrub, And that tree or shrub doesn't get to go down into the soil, doesn't get to build its roots down into the soil, then eventually it will just fall over. Eventually it's just going to die and wither because it's not grounded. It's not getting the nutrients out of the soil. It's not getting the food that it needs. It's not getting the things that it needs. There's got to be some kind of structure and stability. There's got to be some kind of structure and stability for proper growth, for proper growth. And if you're going to grow in the kingdom, if you're going to grow in God, you need to have roots. Now listen to this, Psalm 1, and I'm going to get into Psalm 1, and I may just teach for a while tonight. Um, I right now I have no access to any switchboard or a chat room, and so I'm just going to kind of go off for a little bit, and eventually I'll get in there. Um, hopefully, Brother Paul or Brother Sean got a chance to open up the chat room for me, and uh, hopefully that's the case. But we'll see. I'm going to try to get in there here in a minute. But Psalm one says this. We'll get into it. And if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're just taking some time to worship God tonight, to share His Holy Word tonight. I just wanted to share my heart a little bit. I think it's very important important that we build a strong foundation in the lives of men, women, and children so that they can stand on their own two feet. But it says, blessed is the man, this is Psalm 1, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, in his law, 
Does he meditate day and night? Listen, he says, blessed is the man that does these things. Blessed is the man that doesn't walk in ungodly counsel. Now listen, not all ungodly counsel comes from ungodly people. Some ungodly counsel comes from very godly people. It's just their counsel is not for you. Their counsel isn't God's plan for you. And so it's very important that you meditate on God's word for your life. That you get God's assignment and God's plan for your life specifically. And that you not try to walk in another man's assignment or another man's anointing or listen to other people because, listen, if God tells you to do something and somebody comes into the middle of it and wants to change it, okay, you're going to have to stand and answer to God one day. We're all going to stand and answer to God one day. And you need to make sure that what you're doing with your life is pleasing unto the Lord, is, is what God ordained for you. And so sometimes people may be offended at you because they want you to do things their way. Or they want to come into a situation and do things a different way. Or they think something should be ran this way or that way. But maybe that's not what God has. And maybe that's not what God has said. And so sometimes you're going to have to stand your ground on the word of the Lord. And even when godly people, even when some of the people closest to you, even when your own brothers and sisters come into the situation... Listen, if God's not telling you to do that, then you need to get bold and you need to say no. And some people might get offended. Some people might not understand because they have good intentions, but their good intentions may not be the will of God for you. So not all ungodly counsel comes from ungodly people. In fact, most ungodly counsel comes from family, friends, and and pastors and leaders that really don't necessarily have your best interest in mind. A lot of times it's self-motivated or it's self-seeking or they have their own motives and their own ideas and their own agendas. And that's not what the Lord has called you to do. So discern. Be discerning of that. So blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners. Now does this mean we're not to minister to sinners? Jesus ate and drank with sinners but he had a purpose he had an agenda and it was to bring the kingdom into their life listen if your purpose is not to bring the kingdom into somebody's life and they're not a kingdom person you don't have any business with it and that may sound offensive that may sound narrow minded that may sound legalistic but listen if your goal if your plan if your motive and your agenda in your heart is not to bring the kingdom into somebody's life listen if they're a sinner If they're not in the kingdom, you don't have any business going there. You don't have any business hanging with that person. Because, listen, you'll be cursed. Bad company corrupts good morals. Sometimes you can be around the wrong people, and they're going through a season, and they're going through a curse, and and the Holy Spirit's running them down. Okay? And just by being around them, take Jonah, for example. When Jonah was on the boat, God was chasing Jonah down. And the men on the boat began to throw lots, trying to figure out, okay, there's somebody on this boat that's made God very upset. Who is it? Because they knew that that their whole world was getting shaken up, and they hadn't done anything wrong. And sometimes you wonder why things in your life aren't going right or why things in your life are going south. And 
many times, most of the time, it may not be because of something you've done or something you haven't done. It might be because of the people you're with and what they've done and haven't done. So you need to be discerning. So don't stand in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You know, there's a lot of people that can mock God and scorn God and scorn his ways. You ever notice that sometimes when you're around angry people or people that are in a bad mood, it just changes the whole air, it changes the whole atmosphere, it changes the whole thing? So be careful, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Because, see, you'll become scornful yourself, and you'll lose the blessing of God. But his delight, verse 2, his delight, what he loves to do, what he enjoys, is in the law of the Lord, is in the word of God, is in God's word. And in his law does he meditate day and night. Are you meditating day and night on the Lord? Are you meditating day and night on the Word of God? Very important to know what you're meditating on. Very important to know what you're focused on, what you're fixed on. Praise God. Hang on just a minute. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law does he meditate day and night. What do you delight yourself in? What do you delight in? What do you rejoice in? Is it the law of God? Is it God's word? Do you get excited about the word of God? Do you get moved and motivated about the word of God? Do you get moved and motivated about the word of God? Listen, if you meditate day and night on the word, if you continue to mull it over in your mind, the Lord has a promise for that. The Lord has a promise for that. And his promise is this. Verse 3. I want you to look at verse 3. Psalm 1, verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Listen. That's that root system. That's that foundation that I was talking about. You want to be solid and strong and fixed and unmovable and unshakable. And you need to meditate day and night on the Word of God. And you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Are you a tree planted? Are you planted? Are you getting a root system in God? Are you getting a root system in God? You know, it's very important. Something you need to think about. 
You can go to all the Bible studies, listen to all the Christian radio, all the Christian television, go to church all day long. But are you really meditating on his word? Are you really meditating on his word? So we need to know that. You need to know that. Because, listen, you're not going to be rooted. You're not going to be grounded and founded in the things of God unless you do these things. He says, you'll be like a tree planted beside the rivers of living water. Well, trees planted beside water are constantly fed. They're constantly nurtured. They're constantly watered. They've got a natural, continual irrigation system. Praise God. He says, his leaf will not wither. It'll bring forth fruit in his season. And if you want to bring forth fruit in your season... Meditate on the Word of God. If you want to be fruitful in what you do, meditate on the Word of God. Very important. Why? Listen, He will give you fuel for your prayer life. God responds to His Word. It will help you dialogue with God. It'll help you dialogue with God. And whatever you do will prosper. Whatever you do will prosper. The word says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe with the winds which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So praise God. So that's someone I just want to talk about meditating on the word of God. We're going to break for a short worship song.
Yeah. 
uh, praise God, we're back. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. Just wanted to uh, spend some time, just taking some time to worship. And just wanted to uh, give everybody a chance to worship the Lord for a while. I uh, thought we were going to have Brother Paul in there with us, but it looks like he left the room. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Uh, maybe he'll be back. Maybe it was a technical difficulty. I'm not sure. So hopefully he'll be back on here in a little bit. But, um, you know, we just wanted to take some time to worship the Lord a little bit, give a few people time to call in and, and see what's going on. We actually uh, were you know, uh, joining a group tonight at a Bible study and just having some worship and prayer and um, kind of cut out a little bit early to keep our commitment, you know, with the show and everything. But um, anyways, if you get a chance, um, you know, you can always go back in and listen to these archives if you missed the first part of the show. I did a teaching on Psalm 1, just talked about the word of the Lord a little bit. So anyways, um, let's go before the Lord in prayer and just see where we go from there. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness. And, and Father, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. And Lord, I just thank you that you hide your word in our hearts. Lord, you, you give us your word, Lord, to meditate on. Father, you give us your word to lead us and guide us. Father, you said your sheep hear your voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow so father we pray open our ears tonight that we would hear your voice open our eyes tonight that we would behold the wonders of your word and father we thank you lord god for everything that you're doing we thank you for everything that you are lord we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, not really sure where we're going from here. Um, I thought uh, we were going to have a few people call in, but they seem to have disappeared on me, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, probably for a little while. Um, this may be uh, on Fridays. I'm not really sure how that's going to affect our schedule, but I may try to work something out with Sean. Uh, where he can sort of cover the show, or Sean and Paul, or a few people can cover the show on Fridays. Uh, we're going to be doing some Bible studies and doing some ministry in some places on Friday nights. Uh, again, uh, just kind of coming back into that season uh, where we're going to be doing that more frequently. But, uh, you know, I know God is bringing different people to the platform and bringing different people, making them available to minister with us. And we're very thankful for that. Um, you know, so we'll see how Fridays start to go. But, you know, we're just glad to have time to get into the presence of the Lord. I just want to thank uh, our, our sister Sherry, Fat Prep Radio, is on in the chat room. Uh, Wheat Country has been kind of in and out tonight. Just want to thank him uh, for his uh, diligence and his prayer and just everything that he contributes and brings to the show. We're just thankful to have a good brother up in Kansas that's praying for us and standing with us in the gap, praying for the kingdom of God to come. You know, that's one thing in the family of God. It's good to know who labors among you. It's good to know who's with you. And, you know, the deal is, is this. Whoever's with you is going to be with you no matter what's going on. Uh, whoever's against you is going to be against you. But 
don't take it personally. The Bible says that when they curse you or they're against you, that they're really against Jesus. They're really against him. They're against the kingdom of God. And if they're for you and if they're supportive of you, then they're truly supportive of the kingdom of God as long as what you're doing is kingdom stuff. And so if you're doing kingdom business, if you're about the Father's business, you can rest assured If you're about the Father's business, you can be sure that Jesus will be about your business. If you take care of God's house, he's going to take care of yours. If you put him first, he's going to make sure that everything works out according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so, you know, we, uh, we're just thankful. Just thankful. And, uh, you know, we just want to express our gratitude towards those that are with us, those that are standing with us, praying for us, and uh, those that are helping support this ministry financially. And for those of you that just turn a listening ear, you know, it means a lot to us. Hopefully what you're getting out of this is feeding your spirit. It's helping you in the areas of community and fellowship, helping you in areas of growth in the kingdom. You know, that's why God gave apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, is to bring the saints to a place of maturity, to help them grow up into a place where they can do the works of the kingdom, where they can fulfill the assignments and the callings of God that he has for their lives. And so, you know, we just want to thank our guests tonight. We want to thank uh, everybody that's uh, with us. Praise God. Well, I think I want to get into, I think I'm just going to get into Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5. And I'm probably going to just take the whole chapter and break it down uh, quickly and not expound on it too much. Hopefully we'll have some more people call in. And uh, hopefully, I don't know where Brother Paul went. He was talking to me in the chat room for a minute, and then he just disappeared. So I'm not sure what's going on there. I know he said he had trouble getting into the chat room tonight. Um, not really sure what's happened there, but hopefully uh, that got itself worked out. So praise the Lord. But First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5. says this. It says, and this is going to be a description of the day of the Lord. It says, but of the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need that are right unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. So look, here's a commandment. Here's Paul writing to the Thessalonian church. 
and he's describing the day of the Lord. He's describing Christ's return, and he makes this statement. He says, don't sleep as the others do, but let us watch and be sober. Let us watch and be sober. Now, the word sober means self-controlled, or it means keep it together, be centered. Sobriety is not just the lack of intoxicants, okay? But sobriety is having a self-controlled mind, having a centered, fixed mind uh, on the things of God, being focused. And he's saying, look, Jesus is coming back. You won't know the seasons. You won't know the times. But you know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes like a thief in the night. So saying, look, this is going to happen. He's saying, don't stay in darkness, that this day will overtake you as a thief. Listen, people that are ready, people that are open, people that are yielded to the Lord are ready for the Lord's coming. They're ready for the Lord to return. Those that are walking in right standing with God, they're prepared for that day. So saying, look, don't be like those that are in darkness. Don't be like those that are sleeping, but but be the children of the light. Be children of the day. He's saying, look, we're not of the, the day. We're not of the darkness. So don't sleep, but be sober and watch. He's saying, look, turn your eyes. Stay fixed. Stay focused. Verse 7. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. They that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet of hope of salvation. See, there we get into the armor of God a little bit. He's saying, look, we've got to walk in faith. We've got to walk in love. We've got to walk in, and have a hope in our salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Look, God never wanted wrath to come upon the people. God never wanted wrath to come upon his children. God never wanted anyone to perish, but his desires that all come to repentance, all come and obtain salvation by the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 10 and 11, he just lays it down like this. Christ Jesus, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. In other words, whether you're alive or whether you transfer from this life into eternity, obtain your salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can be in him, with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. What's he saying here? Encourage each other. Build each other up. Edify one another just like you're doing. And the question is, are we building each other up? Are we edifying each other? Are we comforting each other? Are we encouraging each other? That's the call of God. That's what the Lord is calling us to do. Not just for one or two to encourage the multitudes, but for us to encourage each other. 
for us to encourage each other. Then he gives instructions in holy living in the next 13 verses, and I want to break that down. He says, And we beseech you, brethren, that you know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. He's saying, look, pay attention. Know who's with you. Know who's walking with you. Recognize the people that are before you. And those that are instructing you, that are over you in the Lord, know who's among you. Know their character. Know their hearts. Know their faithfulness. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Esteem each other very highly in love. And be at peace among yourselves. Verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded and support the weak. And be patient towards all men. So warn those that are unruly. Those that are disobedient. Those that aren't walking in the things of God. Listen, bring them warning. Bring them correction. Bring them instruction. That's our job as brothers and sisters. And to those that are feeble-minded, those that are weak-minded, those that are faint-hearted or insubordinate, so to speak, uh, support the weak. Support them. Help them. Be patient towards all men. Verse 15, see that none of you render evil for evil. And this is 1 Thessalonians 5, chapter 5, verse 15. See that none of you render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Do you want to know what the will of God is concerning you? A lot of times we want to know what God's will is for our lives. Well, 1 Thessalonians 5 kind of lays it out real, real easy. Puts it real plain. He says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice always. That means always be rejoicing. 17, pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Pray continually. Don't stop praying. And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. So don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't despise people that walk in the gifts of prophecy or declare the word of the Lord. Don't despise that. Then test all things, try all things, prove all things, and hold on to that which is good. And then he says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Verse 23, and it concludes with the next five verses. And the very God of peace will sanctify you wholly. And the very God of peace will sanctify you wholly.
and I pray, God, your whole spirit, soul, and body will be preserved blameless under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the very God of peace will sanctify you wholly, and I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, he wants you whole in your spirit, whole in your mind, whole in your body. He wants to preserve you, keep you blameless until he comes back. Then he, he focuses on the Lord and he says, faithful is he that calls you, he will also do it. Realize if God's calling you, he's going to do it. If God's calling you, he's going to do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. So they're saying God's faithful. He's saying just pray, brothers. It's First Thessalonians chapter 5. And I just want to be in a habit of getting into the word and, and being word-minded. Whatever we do on this show, I want it to be centered around the word of God. I want it to be centered around the Word of God. You can listen to my words all day long. They're not going to change you. You can listen to Sean and Paul all day long, and it's not going to change you. But if you listen to the Word of God, the Holy Scripture, and it's anointed by the Spirit, listen, it will transform you. It will conform you into His will. It will change you. And you'll have a metamorphosis in your life. So that's what God is trying to do. That's what God's trying to do. Is bring a change. That's what God's trying to do. Let's bring a change. So, you know, if you want to change, get the word of God on the inside of you. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So, you know... That's what we're doing when we proclaim the word of God, when we declare and share the word of the Lord. We want to see God's word transform you. We want to see God's word work in you in a real and living way. That's what we're doing here. So with that being said, and uh, we're going to wrap up with this, but know those that labor among you. Be ready. Be instant in season and out of season. Praise God. Gonna break for a song. This is Prayer International Radio. If you need to call in six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. Check out the chat room. Go to the website www.prayerinternational.org.
with their fingers in their ears singing da 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 I don't want to hear the sound of the coming king. But he said, he said, well, I have held my peace for a long, 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 long time. And in my silence, you thought that I was all together like you. And in your heart.
Today. 
Time to worship. You know we love to worship on Prayer International Radio. And like I've said before, it corrects our focus. It keeps us in focus with the Lord. And you know, when you're dealing with depression, or you're dealing with heaviness, maybe you're carrying around burdens, or you're just going through circumstances that have you down. You know, sometimes, you know, Christians get depressed. Christians get down. Sometimes we get heavy in heart. You know, but the Bible says to put on the garment of praise to come against the spirit of heaviness. And if you're feeling weighed down tonight, if you're feeling a little bit heavy-hearted, the Bible says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We can cast our cares upon him. We can cast them off. We can take the weights that we're carrying around and we can give them to him. You know, the easiest way to release your heart, the easiest way to release your burdens is through worship and praise. Now, I'll say this prayer, very important. It's your life source. The Word of God, getting it, hiding it in your heart, meditating on it, very important. It produces fruit. It causes you to get rooted and grounded like we talked about in Psalm 1. 
Earlier I did a teaching on Psalm 1 briefly uh, from about 11, or I'll just say the, like the first 30 minutes of the show, I did a, a short teaching on Psalm 1, uh, went into a little bit of worship. I guess we did for about 10, 15 minutes. Then I got into a teaching on First Thessalonians 5 and just kind of broke that down briefly. And, of course, we went back into worship for a while. But, you know, there's nothing like worshiping in the Lord. Coming before his presence with singing, enter his courts with praise. And that's what he wants us to do. See, we can get in by the blood of Jesus, but unless we have a grateful heart, a a attitude of gratitude, unless we have a humble heart that seeks him, Listen, the Bible says he inhabits the praise of his people. That means he dwells wherever there's worship, wherever there's praise, wherever his name is lifted up. And I'm not talking about just singing for the sake of singing. I'm not talking about just singing a song just because it's entertaining or just because you like the song. I'm talking about pouring your heart out before him and expressing your love, expressing your devotion, expressing your gratitude towards him you know, as you begin to worship and sing and praise the Lord, as you begin to pour your heart out to God, there's a freedom and a liberty that takes place. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom and liberty. And if you want to be free, get free of the presence of the Lord. If you want to get free, get free in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. And just if you're listening, yes, uh, I do have Skype. Um, it's under uh, Chris Herzog 7. Chris.Herzog 7. Chris.Herzog, H-E-R-Z-O-G 7. If you guys want to send out Skype contact, feel free to do that. Uh, so however you want to. Um, I'll check it out and uh, you know praise God I'm just kind of reading the chat room a little bit here listen I want to say some prayers uh, for those of you that are tuning in and um, praise God so it looks like we've got exposing demons brother Reno a couple guests in there we got Jerusalem uh, or Jesus my rock I'm sorry uh, last X no X no more Minister Grock, Sherry with Pet Prep Radio. Hey, listen, uh, Wheat Country's been in and out tonight. I just want to pray that the will of God be done and the kingdom of God come into your lives. What's up? We've got uh, Indonesia. Someone from Indonesia is asking. So praise God. We just bless Indonesia tonight. We speak a blessing over those in Indonesia. Speak a blessing over those in Australia. Brother Reno, praying for you. Uh, very interesting. I want to hear uh, your uh, some of your thoughts about that nep- nephilim. Uh, let's let's talk about that sometime because uh, definitely have a curiosity there. So we'll get into that sometime. Uh, check me out on Skype. Uh, send a, a contact request or however that works, and I'll make sure we connect somehow that way. Or if you want to send some information in, in our uh, email, you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail. Com. So, Father, I just pray right now, Father, for Brother Reno, Sister Sherry, for Jesus, my rock. I pray for Kathy, 
cause seven one one. I pray for lost sex, no mix, no more. Minister Grock and Sherry with Pet Prep Radio. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would touch them tonight by the power of your Holy Spirit. That Father, you would lift them up, Father, above their circumstances, and that Father, you would take that heaviness away. You'd give them a garment of praise tonight where they could walk in a freedom and a liberty in your Holy Spirit. Father, we just pray, Lord God, your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, your plans and purposes would come forth in their lives. That, Father, we just declare, Lord, your kingdom is coming. Father, your kingdom is coming. And, Lord, that you would, Father, manifest yourself in a mighty way. That they would feel your presence. That they would feel your Holy Spirit. That they would have ears to hear what your spirit is saying to them. Lord, you said your sheep hear your voice, and the voice of a stranger they would not follow. So, Father, I pray, give them open spiritual ears tonight. Make them so sensitive to the voice of your Holy Spirit. Lead them and guide them by your word of truth. And, Father, right now I just pray, Lord God, Father, whatever enemy they're facing, whatever circumstance they're facing, Father, right now we speak to that mountain. We speak to that barrier. We speak to those walls and we say, be cast off into the sea, be broken down, that no weapon formed or fashioned against them will prosper. Every tongue that rises up against them will be condemned in Jesus' name. And, Father, we declare that greater is he, the Holy Spirit, within them than he that's in the world, Father. You're raising up a standard tonight by the power of your blood and by the power of your Holy Spirit, and you're motivating your people to go forward God, you told us to put our hand to the plow and not look back. You told us to not be weary in well-doing because if we don't faint, we'll reap a harvest in due season. And I pray that for, for your people, that they would get rooted in your word. They'd get rooted in your word. They'd be those trees planted beside the rivers of living water. Their leaf would not wither. They would not grow weary. They would not wither. They would not shrink back. You said your soul has no pleasure in them that draw back. But, Father, help them to propel and be motivated to go forward. And, Father, tonight, Lord God, I just ask, Lord, you said that if we're planted beside the living waters like a tree, Lord, we would bring forth our fruit in our season, and whatever we do, we would prosper, just like Psalm 1, verse 3 says. So, Father, I pray, Lord God, whatever they do, according to your will, let it prosper. Lord, whatever they do, according to your word, let it come forth and bring you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that you are changing our identity. Lord, you are helping us to learn who we are in you. Father, I just declare, Father God, for every person that's in the chat room tonight that has named the name of Jesus. Father, every person that is Naming the name of Jesus, Father, I declare they are a child of God. Children of the Most High God. And you said healing is the children's bread. Father, you call us friends and not your servants, Lord. And I declare, Lord, draw close to them like a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Father, you called us saints, Lord. We were once in the kingdom of darkness, sinners, Lord God. But we've been saved by grace. We've been saved by your blood. We've been called and set apart, called out. Chosen by God, you said we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, called out of darkness into this marvelous light. Lord, you call us your saints. Father, you've chosen these, Lord God, your people, to be special treasures. 
above all the people of the earth, Lord, just like Deuteronomy 7, 6 says we're chosen treasure, that you put us, you call us out, you call us blessed above all the people of the earth, Lord God. Father, Colossians 1.14 says we've been redeemed and forgiven of all our sins. And I thank you, Father God, that there's forgiveness by the power of the blood tonight. There's forgiveness that's speaking tonight in the power of your blood. There's mercy going forth over every child of God tonight. And, Father, we just thank you for the fire of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. That, Lord, you have sent your Holy Spirit. We're justified. We're joint heirs with Christ. Father, you said we've been bought with a price by your precious blood. We belong to you, Lord. Father, we're one spirit with you. Father, you've called us out, Lord. We're not we're not citizens of this world. We've got a dual citizenship, Father. We're citizens of heaven. We've got a dual citizenship, Father. We're citizens, Lord, even though we may be Americans or Australians or, or wherever you're from tonight, you're a citizen. But God says you're also a citizen of heaven if you're in his kingdom that you're a joint heir with Christ. He calls you the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Listen, if you're born of God, then the evil one cannot touch you. If you're born of God, Jesus said nothing by any means shall harm you because he's given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. So I'll tell you this. Nothing can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Nothing. You can walk away. You can willingly forfeit your your relationship. You can forsake God in your thinking. You can let your heart become reprobate. But listen, that's your choice. That's your choice. But if you choose him, if you choose God, if you choose him to be your Savior and Lord and the master of your destiny, nothing can separate you from the love of God. He doesn't give you a spirit of fear. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be intimidated by the enemy. You don't have to be intimidated by your circumstance. He's not giving you a spirit of fear, but he's giving you a spirit of power. He's giving you a spirit of love. The perfect love of God casts out all fear. He's giving you a sound mind tonight. Wash your mind in the word of the Lord. Renew your mind. With the living word of God. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're you're God's temple. God doesn't dwell in temples made of human hands anymore. He doesn't just hang out in churches and synagogues and mosques. He hangs out in the hearts of his people. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells inside of your mortal body. He lives in you. Jesus said eternal life is to know the Father. The kingdom is inside of you. The kingdom is within you, Jesus said. So allow him, allow him to come in, allow him to change your identity. See, the problem is many people in the church today have an identity crisis. They do not know who they are. They do not know what God says about them. And you need to begin to see yourself the way God sees you. You need to change your perspective. You need to let God bring you up a little higher so you can have a heavenly perspective you can get a heavenly grip on life. And our blessings go out to Kathy tonight. I haven't seen Kathy in the chat room. Send us your info, Kathy. 
prayerinternational at gmail.com. Prayerinternational at gmail.com. And Jesus, my rock, I don't know that I've seen you in here uh, too often. You know, I'm only doing this every other night. Uh, send your info in if you want us to touch base with you. If anybody needs uh, to get a hold of us, you can try us on Skype. Okay. Um, we'll have some. Eventually, we're going to have a prayer international number on Skype. Right now, you can send out a contact. Uh, Chris.Herzog7 is my Skype. You can leave me a message in Skype if you need to on off hours when we're not doing the show. And we'll try to touch base with you that way. You can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. All right. We just want to make ourselves available by whether it's by phone or by computer or by email, however we can, so we can pray for you and call the kingdom of God into your life. Listen, there's an identity crisis in the body of Christ. And it's our jobs as ministers of the gospel to help you understand who you are in Christ, to help you understand what his plan is for your life. Now, we don't want to give you our plan for your life. We want to get you in touch with him, the Father, get you in touch with Jesus, get you in touch with the Holy Spirit so that you can hear his voice and you can follow him. You don't need to follow a man. You don't need to follow a ministry. You don't need to follow a television show or a radio show. Now, you can... Let those be tools and instruments in your life to help you, just like a a coach for a football team. Sometimes we need a coach to help help us along. But if you notice, the coach doesn't run out there and play for the players. He just motivates the players to get out there and play the game for themselves. And a lot of times we leave the game up to the pastors and the evangelists, the prophets, the apostles, teachers, the TV and radio hosts, and we let them do all our homework for us. We let them do all the, the kingdom business, all the praying, all the declaring, but sometimes you've got to get it for yourself. And so why am I saying this? Listen, my job is to help you recognize the voice of God so you can do what God's calling you to do. It's not to make you codependent on me or this ministry. It's not to make you codependent on a radio show or a TV show or a a church service, but it's to help you become more dependent on him. And that's what we're trying to do here. So hear our hearts. Understand our motives. Understand what we're doing here. It's to help you. It's to help you get in touch with him. Help you get in touch with the spirit of the living God. Help you to recognize and understand your need for the word of God, for the Bible, and for prayer, and for worship, and for community and fellowship. But ultimately, it's to bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ and help you grow in him. That's what we're doing. That's my heart. That's the only reason I'm doing this, is to help you grow in him. And if you're not growing in him, then I've, I've failed to do what the Lord's called me to do. So let me pray for you, and we're going to close with this. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for your people tonight, Lord. I pray that you would raise them up to your standard, Father, that you would fill them with the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would give them ears to hear and eyes to see, that, Father, they would know your word and they would know your voice. Father, that your peace would pass all understanding and flood their hearts. Your peace would come over them and rule their minds by Christ Jesus. 
And that, Father, the glory and the power of your Holy Spirit, that they would feel your glory and feel your presence everywhere that they go. Father, I pray, Lord God, move mountains for them. And, Lord, help them get in the center of your will. Help them to do your will, O God. Help them, Father, to fulfill their callings and assignments in you. Lord, I pray that you'd raise them up, Father, that these sons and daughters, sons and daughters of God, would be raised up to prophesy, would be raised up to declare the word of truth, would be raised up to bring healing to those that are broken, to bring life to those that are are dead inside, to bring spiritual openness to those that are blinded. Father, we pray, Lord God, come by your Holy Spirit and reveal yourself in such a genuine, loving way, Father. Reveal your love. Lord, most of all, let us not be clanging cymbals. Let us not be uh, beating the air. But, Father, fill us with the love of Jesus. Fill us with the love of Christ. Lord, shed the love abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit tonight. And, Lord, help us to walk in your standard. You said faith works by love. So give us faith, Lord. We ask for more faith. Father, build our faith. Help us to be more confident than you, Father. So, Father, I pray your kingdom come and your will be done for every person listening tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Listen, if you're tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. You can reach us by email at prayerinternational at gmail.com. You can call in at 619-638-8458. Or you can check out our website. It's www.prayerinternational.org. And we will be back at the same time tomorrow night. God bless you. Let me find